0: hey what's up guys welcome to episode 130 here on agency journey so excited to have you this week i'm talking with charles from big presence and also belch.io about he got how he got his agency up and started what i love about charles's story is that he started in a kind of a sales role moved to a marketing role and then after seeing success there branched out into the agency and has continued to iterate on the agency building on its strengths over and over again. And that is what led to the launch of their product now, BeltShot.io, which they're using as a internally as a kind of HubSpot CMS development tool, making it easy for the marketers and designers on the team to build out beautiful CMS templates on HubSpot. So I'm not going to give away any more right here. Dive into this podcast if you want to learn about how Charles got his company started from a job And now how he's leveraged his product experience to actually create some products at the agency and how you can try it out, too, for yourself. Pretty cool. Let's go. How do you build an agency that allows you to live the dream that you have for yourself, for your family, for your community, for your team, while at the same time helping your clients knock it out of the park? and doing it all profitably? These are the big questions that we tackle here on the Agency Journey podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dembski. Now let's get to it. Hey, Charles, welcome to Agency Journey. So excited to have you here this week. Uh, Would you kick us off just by introducing yourself to the audience and sharing a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, how you got where you are today?
1: Sure. Absolutely, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, so I started Big Presence about four years ago um, after working in business development for many years for different types of companies. And uh, I saw an opportunity to kind of jump on the inbound train uh, before I really even knew what inbound was, at least the way that HubSpot says it. And uh, I wanted to create an agency that helped corporate marketing teams kind of catch up with digital uh, and do it the right way so that they could grow their business the way that now we're starting to see everybody's uh, realizing what's happening and you're starting to see this major shift towards content and well-designed websites and and starting to see that it's more important than ever um, so it kind of brought me to a point of let's create an agency around easy to use solutions help companies kind of redefine their brand uh, for you know the the modern era a lot of people have been stuck in the 90s and 80s with the way they sell um, so it was a good opportunity to create something new and. You know, four years later, we're now in Newport Beach, California, and, you know, trying to get comfortable uh, doing this long-term now that we kind of know who we are and we feel good about the solutions we're putting out there for our customers.
0: That's fantastic. <laughs> Can you walk us through some of the journey of how you went from kind of the, the sales marketing inside of a company role and got the agency out and started and kind of hit that early traction?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think the big aha moment for me was um you know i used to sell microsoft office 365 when that released and um you know we saw that it was getting very difficult to get a hold of people in cold call scenarios and get meetings set up networking wasn't working the same way it used to for for it services and um you know we saw it as an opportunity to kind of bring people to us as opposed to going after them and chasing them down cuz it just wasn't working anymore and uh when i worked with the marketing department that i was with the company that i was at um it seemed like we we had a good opportunity because not a lot of our competitors understood inbound um not a lot of them were creating great content and um once we tried it a few times you know we did webinars that were really really successful we went from maybe 15 to 20 people on a webinar to i think we maxed out at around 350 or 400 people on a webinar and that was you know, partly our relationship with Microsoft, but also a big part of it was that we were putting out the information that was making IT directors comfortable with moving to the cloud. And uh, I think the education piece of it and and getting people comfortable with new solutions was where I started to realize that this kind of applies to any services organization, high technology company. Uh, and then it started to spread out through all the other businesses as you know, the business process of selling has changed as buyers have become more savvy at finding information on their own. So um, we saw a lot of success with it there. And, uh, you know, the more confident I got in my skills and what I was able to bring to our marketing department and help them kind of get up to speed with it, the more obvious that it became that I needed to strike out and do this for more companies than just the one that I was working at. And luckily, I had a lot of uh, good small companies that were willing to trust me early on. And As I built my team, those teams or those companies started to grow in size and now we're working with 50, 100 million, 200, 500 million dollar a year companies, uh, which is a big departure from the mom and pops that we were working with maybe at the beginning. But um, I think that we're a lot more successful with these bigger organizations now.
0: That's awesome. What do you think are some of the lessons that you learned with some of those smaller companies that have allowed you to move upstream like that and work with kind of bigger level organizations? Anything stick out as you kind of look back on the past four years?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things that are the biggest things for us uh, on the agency side. One being that even small companies compared to large companies, everybody was kind of in the same place where they didn't know a lot of things. Um, there's been a lot of misinformation in digital marketing in the past, and I think that's just because everybody was learning it. That's the agencies and the and the corporate marketers. But There's a lot of misinformation about what's valuable and what's not. And we had to learn early on, even with the small companies, or especially with the small companies, um, that we needed to educate first uh, before we started to push them in a new direction, because it's very uncomfortable for marketers to be told that they've either been doing something wrong or that there's a better way to do something. Um, And that was good for us to learn with smaller clients first, because we had to do the same thing and we continue to do the same thing. With large organizations and helping them understand the value of certain things, and um, I think it was good that we got to learn with the smaller companies what they didn't understand because we assumed a lot of people knew what we knew, and uh, we yeah. learned that the hard way, you know.
0: I see. Has there been any impact to your operations? How you guys have like begun to tackle that problem of education to new customers? Anything you guys do during the onboarding process or in the sales process to make sure that new customers, new clients are educated and kind of know what you guys are working through?
1: Yeah, we have different layers uh, to the education. Um, One thing that we've been really successful with is using our audits um, with new customers to help them understand what we see and how we see it and where we want to go with them as opposed to just kind of pitching that solution at the beginning. Um, We found that if we educate them on where they are and really give them a good Feel for their business as far as digital marketing then they're a lot more comfortable with new ideas and new ways of doing things um, Because they've kind of caught up to us as far as how we think about their marketing Um, The next place that we were really focused and this has kind of been my my mo for a long time is transparency so You know, every client's different. You know, some want to know every single step that you're doing so that they can learn from you and others just want you to do it and solve their problems. Uh, But we're very transparent with every thing that we do for our clients and even letting them see, um, you know, at all phases uh, of what we're doing, what we did and why we did it and giving them the intention behind everything so that they can replicate that and and learn from us and continue doing that in their own marketing and just be a stronger client um, on the marketing side.
0: Gotcha. Are the audits that you guys do, are those a paid engagement or is that kind of part of the sales process?
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a mix. If it's something lightweight, like can you take a look at our site and tell us if there's something that you guys can to improve it? Obviously, we'll do a quick audit and and very much a surface audit. But more so than not, what we're doing is um, clients are bringing a problem to us and saying, here's our problem. We think this is the problem. This is This is what we want to do but can you, you know, kind of take a bigger look, a deeper dive into it and let us know if you see anything else, um, which is always the best way to go because we can fi- we can uncover a lot of things in an audit that if we had just done a project based on what a client said, we don't know a lot of things until halfway through. Yeah. Um, so it's always good to do that audit, and make sure that you know all the problems before you try to solve one of them.
0: Yeah, I think that's huge because we can get so, I guess wrapped around just selling one solution that you kind of lose sight of the whole picture and to really be successful with a client and like have the relationship be where it needs to be, the agency has to have a full picture of what's going on. Um, So I like leading there and just getting to know them before you dive in and start operating on different parts. Um, Yeah, and
1: and part of that problem, Andrew, is that some people believe they know their problem and whether it's somebody told them that that's their problem and then they believed it or they feel like something's their problem. But if a company doesn't have you know, all the reporting in place to really know where things are coming from, what's contributing, what's not. Uh, it's You're really just guessing. And in 2017, with all the softwares we have out there, all the ways to track things, it should be a lot less guessing and a lot more pinpointing the, the issue. Um, so we're helping clients do that.
0: That's awesome. Amen to that. Um, as you look at where Big Presence is today, kind of four years in, what would you, how would you kind of, say you're different from other agencies out there. What have you guys kind of filtered down to as your sweet spot uh, in terms of your approach?
1: Yeah, I think our difference is really that, um, you know, there's not one thing or another that we're completely focused on. Uh, with every client we work with, we want to work with less clients and do more for them. So what I mean by that is, um, if a client comes to us and asks us to do their website, we want to understand if we do this website and do a great job, how are you going to manage these leads? How are you going to filter these to sales? How are, How is sales going to attack those leads? Um, so I think the big difference is that we're working with a lot less clients than maybe some of our competitors are, but we're doing uh, end-to-end, whether it's rebranding or sales strategy or software imp- implementations or, you know, coming up with new ways to sell the product or, you know, even introducing new products for our clients. Um, that's the difference is that we're able to do all of those things. And, you know, most of our clients have been with us for a couple of years. Um, so I, I think that's the difference is that we're we're really a part of our clients' teams. I know a lot of agencies say that, but um, we, we really want to stay with them and, and learn about their business and be able to speak about their business as well as they do so that when we're creating content, it doesn't feel like an outside agency is creating that content. It feels like people inside the organization contributed to it because they did,
0: Gotcha. and it
1: feels original and it feels fresh. It doesn't feel like it's coming out of a machine, which is how we always try to uh, fight against that feeling that we're creating the same stuff for anybody.
0: I see, and so is there, you mentioned kind of like high tech companies or like highly, companies with a lot of technology ingrained in what they do. Is there any kind of focus that you guys are operating within for that smaller number of clients where you're diving deep?
1: Yeah, high technology, software as a service, and manufacturing have really become our core industries that we've focused on. And I think that's one part I'm comfortable there. So I've kind of built a team that's comfortable there as well. Um, We're also a technology company in the sense that we build our own apps. So I think that's just a natural thing for us. But I think the other part is that the marketing for high technology and manufacturing is more difficult. It's it's more technical. There's a lot more layers to, you know, getting a solution put together, you know, from the client side, to, you know, the, the very smart people that are creating the solutions to the salespeople that are selling it to the marketers that are trying to deliver it to everybody. There's a lot of layers to doing that type of marketing. And I feel like um, we like that challenge and we're comfortable with it because we've been through it so much that we kind of gravitate to that harder work because we know those clients, you know, have less Agencies to choose from and less people that are willing to do that that hard work
0: Gotcha, okay, that's a great I guess a great filter to think about like when people are looking at who they want to work with Kind of looking at how they want to work with companies there um, mm-hmm. You had mentioned that you guys are also a technology company yourself um, and That's something I wanted to dig into here is like More and more agencies are thinking about creating products or have created products and you guys have a new product out there right now Could you walk us through the story of Belch and what it is all about? Sure. So Belch, uh, you
1: know, Belch.io is a visual template builder for HubSpot COS or CMS as they call it now. Um, The reason we created this is, you know, we're a HubSpot agency. We work with a lot of HubSpot clients and we did a lot of homework around what are these clients typically asking of us um, when it comes to HubSpot? What do they need the most help with? And the recurring theme for the last few years has really been that most corporate marketing teams do not have a developer on their team, uh, and they don't even have uh, marketers that generally do CSS or HTML, even at a basic level. Now, that's not everybody. Uh, Some people can do it. There's a lot of good marketers out there that know CSS and HTML. Um, But most of our clients don't have anybody on staff that could do that. So usually they were reaching out to us. You know, we got the content side. We're doing campaigns. That's one thing. But... The, the ongoing need was always new templates, new custom elements for their for their email templates or for their landing pages. And we're doing the same things over and over and over for all of our clients, whether it's onboarding them and rebranding templates or creating new ones based on that client's needs. Um, but we saw that those clients weren't really willing to refresh them very often or create something new for a campaign. And because they weren't giving us a budget to do that, we're just trying to squeeze content into the same templates that they've always used, um, which over time gets stale and conversion rates go down. So we wanted to create a product uh, for ourselves, at least internally, that we could do that process a lot faster um, than just going into old templates, repurposing them, rebranding them and having a developer do that. Uh, We wanted to create something where the marketers on our team Uh, Could also do that or the creative people on our team could create landing pages and email templates because let's be honest They're the ones that are designing it anyway So we built an app. uh, It's a Mac desktop app that allows them to create those templates and customize them and you know Iterate on those and push them directly to HubSpot in a matter of minutes as opposed to hours or days, which is what we were seeing in the past
0: That is awesome. And the app looks really cool. So we've played with it a little bit Um, if you guys um can you walk me through how you took this thing from just an idea of oh, because everyone who's you know worked with a HubSpot site before I said it would be nice if these templates were easy to build, but right. how do you take it from just an idea to something now that's a that's a Mac app? It's out there in the wild. Can you walk us through that process?
1: Sure. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of history uh, with my team. Uh, my other two partners in this are uh Mark T. E. Arnold and Tim Joyce, who I've worked on several projects with. Tim's our lead developer at Big Presence. So, um, you know, we've been working together for four years now on building solutions that marketers and non non-technical uh, or non-developers could actually use. And that probably started more so with our 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 other startup, which is called Simply Launch. It's an easy-to-use website builder that is really targeting those small business owners or freelancers or individuals that want to create something. It's very similar to Wix or GoDaddy Builder, um, but a little bit easier to use even than those uh, are. And on top of that, we've been doing WordPress sites the same way, Visual Composer, Divi, you know, all these other visual builders out there. And We wanted to create something for HubSpot that was in the, in the mold of something like a Visual Composer where you can drag and drop and pick out blocks and reshape things using you know, sliders and settings as opposed to code and we were trying to replicate that with Belch, and I think we did a pretty good job because uh, every feature that you see in there is literally something that our clients ask for over and over, whether it's reducing padding around certain elements, changing font sizes, Google custom Google fonts throughout the site or the, the page. Um, all these things are the same things that, that clients are asking for, but if they could do it themselves, I know that they would do it themselves. So. We built it for ourselves. We used it. We realized it was much better than just an internal tool. Um, we added a few more things to it and decided to release it uh, to HubSpot partners earlier this summer, uh, in kind of a soft launch, and then a a much larger launch at Inbound uh, a few weeks ago.
0: Awesome. And how's that been? Like actually bringing customers in and kind of handling this from the other side of it and working with you know agent with uh, HubSpot partners as your customers now. Has there been any lessons learned or anything that you didn't expect uh, prior to that launch? You know, early
1: on, I think when we were still figuring out how we wanted to present this to people outside of our own team, um, maybe we weren't really doing a great job of explaining what the value of it was to at least the agencies we were working with in beta. Um, So when we went to inbound, it was really the first test and we had a new version for inbound too. So there was a lot more there. Um, but I think we were walking into inbound thinking, you know, 50, 50, some, some agencies are going to say, Hey, this is something we really need because we don't have enough developers on our team. Kind of like, um, you know, most marketing departments. And we figured other agencies will say, yeah, templates aren't that big of a deal for us. We rebrand them and throw them into a client portal and go on. So I've, i spent a lot of time thinking about that before inbound. And I think we solved that, that confusion a little bit, um, with a, a new message for Belch. It's not just about doing what you were doing in the past and, and using a new tool to do it faster. But we're trying to get people to rethink about uh, digital assets and, and what they're doing with landing pages and emails and let them know that you don't have to squeeze your content into a pre-made template. Um, you don't have to do what you were doing in the past as far as limiting yourself to what you could do inside that portal. We want to open up HubSpot and you know, there's so many great tools in HubSpot, so many cool features in HubSpot. But I think the one thing that most marketers that, you know, even outside of agencies, especially outside of agencies, the the thing that they struggle with most is that that builder inside of PubSpot is still uh, requires a lot of inf- uh, a lot of learning. It's a big learning curve to to use it effectively and build your own custom templates from the ground up. And we, we just want to break down that barrier and give people a tool that allows them to to spin up a new landing page if they have a new design in mind with, you know, a, a different number of columns or The form is centered as opposed to the right. We just want to make it easier for people to iterate and try new things, A-B test different campaigns a lot faster than they could in the past, Um, and just do better marketing uh, is really the goal here.
0: That's fantastic. Um, It is really sweet. So, again, another plug, go to belch.io, check this thing out. They're doing cool stuff there. How would you guys come up with the name?
1: Yeah, that's a question I got a lot of. at <laughs> And generally, you know, uh, people can't see me on a podcast, but I look like the kind of guy that would probably name an app Belch, but uh, <laughs> I'm not the one that named it. Uh, our lead designer and front end developer, uh, Markey, uh, she actually came up with a name. And the idea is that you know we have a roadmap for this for this app that's going to go a little a lot further than where we are today. But the general idea is that when you're building with Belch, you're building with HTML. Um, not that you have to touch the HTML, you're just that's what we're using on the back end. Uh, when you hit publish published uh, HubSpot and we push that template into your portal, we're injecting the HubSpot Hubble code so that it's as functional uh, as it would be as if you had built it with a design manager inside of HubSpot. So we like to joke about the fact that we're taking HTML and kind of regurgitating these themes into uh, HubSpot and the result is uh, we're belching.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's great. Well done, man. Um, Well, it's really cool. I'm excited to hear about where you guys have come. Really excited to see where you do go. Uh, So thank you for contributing a really cool product to the community here. If anyone's listening and they want to grab more info or they want to connect with you in some way, what's the best way for them to reach out?
1: Yeah, go to belch.io. You can download the app for free and try it out for Mac. Um, We have a Windows version coming soon. Um, Test it out, you get three free publishes if you download it and try it out. And then um, if you have questions, you can always email me directly, charles at belch.io. I'm doing demos nonstop for people and answering any questions they have. I know uh, everybody thinks about HubSpot and building for HubSpot differently, so we wanna hear how you feel about the app and uh, I'm happy to answer any questions people have.
0: Awesome. Well, Charles, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your insight, your expertise, the lessons that you've learned along the way. We've really appreciated it. So thanks for your time, then. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. Want more great episodes like this one? Hey, I'm Gray McKenzie, a host here on Agency Journey. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little overwhelmed when I find a new podcast. There are so many great episodes and great guests, it's hard to know which ones to listen to first. That's why we put together a list of the top 10 most downloaded episodes of Agency Journey. And you can get a copy of that list, plus all of our notes and takeaways, just by texting the word Due Inbound to 44222. Again, that's Due Inbound, all one word, to 44222. Standard text rates apply. You don't want to miss these great episodes. Text Due Inbound to 44222 now.